Hi, this is Dave from Heroes Needed, just one of the many fine shows you can find on the Nod Network. Visit us on nerdod.com or subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. For example's sake, as we're using Paw Patrol as the example, so yes, Dan, this might be a 68-minute pod about Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Nerd OD podcast. Uh, tonight you've got uh, me, Dave, and you've got Dan. Hi. And you've got Reg. How do? So let's talk about nerd things. Oh, such a smooth, smooth intro. That's why I Thank love you. having you on board. I've been away for a little while, so I thought I should really, you know, amp that up. Should Nerd Things be the new name of our podcast? Nerd Things. <laughs> Nerdful Things. Nerd. Ooh! That worked, that worked so well. There you go. Right. That's, you definitely that. taken. That's definitely someone's... someone's it has to be. If not, I'm missing a trick. And have such, yeah, nerdful things. Even Google even. Oh, yeah. It literally, yeah. Nerdful things, yeah. Uh, well, no, it's, it's just a family-run business. family-run local business. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. In a place called Moncton in nope. New Brunswick. Nope, now it is a podcast powerhouse. <laughs> In the northwest of England. Yeah, they have got um, their own Instagram account now. Uh, it's over. It? It's over. <laughs> the dream, the dream is dead. Oh. Mm. Sorry, this is a rabbit hole that I should be going down in my own time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been, it's been a while. So I know you guys have been uh, holding the fort with all things uh, geeky and nerdy. So what's going on? Pressure now. Well. <laughs> I can tell you what's been going on. There's there's a brand new series of Paw Patrol that includes dinosaurs. What? Yeah, I'm not. I don't feel it. I'm not. That Paw Patrol is not the one that gets me. I'll be honest. My daughter's uh, 18 months old. She I'd watches it occasionally. What, if if I had the choice of Paw Patrol or Ben and Holly's Magic Kingdom, then give me Paw Patrol any fucking day. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Ben and Holly. That's got proper in jokes for parents, man. It was good the first. Say about 30 times of series one and two after that. <laughs> Literally, where is the razor blades? Where Can I point out the problem I've got with Paw Patrol? And this is going to alienate most of the audience. <laughs> it got, probably will. But they've got one, one pup who can fly. One out of the wow. whole crew. So at any point, at any point, there's anything to do with flying around. It's always... Sky, I guess you're in because you're the only one who can fly. We've well, got six guys over here with trucks, and we've got one person with a helicopter. That's an oversight. It that does, is a terrible oversight. It, it does vary on if you're watching Mighty Pups. If you're watching oh, Mighty when they've all got superpowers, yeah, it's bullshit, man. superpowers and fly. Or, well, to be fair with you, it's, it's good in a way because they've all got their own unique things. Obviously, her name's Sky, so like I tell you what, you yeah. can control the sky. Yeah. Oh, got, that was fortunate, wasn't it? It was very fortunate. You've got like Marshall, who's the the fire the fire marshal. Yeah. Oh, annoys me that dog. Really annoys me that dog. <laughs> I quite like. I like. I think it's a toss up. Having a look at Oliver's toys, <laughs> it's a toss up between <laughs> either Marshall or Rubble. Rubble is probably his favourite. I, like, I like Rubble. I tell you what, left me absolutely shook when I was watching Paw Patrol. I say that B was watching Paw Patrol. I was watching B, <laughs> obviously. Um, and the actor who voices Chase, you know, the dog who's dressed like a police officer, yeah. the voice actor was different. 
and it oh shook God. me. On so series one of Paw Patrol has the worst voice acting of anything ever. They were like, we've got this great this great scheme of like, here's what we want to do. Here's a good plot going forward. Here's how we can do it. Have we got anyone who can do it? Oh, there's no one else in. How about we get the cleaner from across the road in the Mexican restaurant who doesn't speak a fucking word of English to narrate it? And it's just awful. None of them uh, sound the way that they do after season one. You know what? It's funny you should mention a Mexican restaurant. And I'll tell you why. That's a very weird segue. I appreciate it. Accidental segue, Reg. Well done. (laughs) But the first time I ever saw Paw Patrol was long before I had a kid and it justified it. And I was in a small family-run Mexican restaurant in New York City. And we'd gone in there. We were on a food tour. And we'd gone to this place, and it was incredible, right? And so later that week, we were like, well, we're going to go back there, and we're going to get tacos. This going to be great. So we went in. We're the only people in the place, me and my wife. And we get our food, and the guy's running the place, and he threw there. And there's two young kids, two young girls, who are sitting at one of the tables and watching the TV, which has got Paw Patrol on it. And they're his daughters, I presume. And we're and he goes into the kitchen, and we're eating our food, and it's all very good. And they just turn, and, like, help us. No, he's no, gone. Please. No, we're, <laughs> help so us we're, we're just eating. Like, it's no big deal. And then after about 10 minutes, the dad, proprietor of the restaurant, came in through the front doors. So he'd obviously gone out the back to deliver stuff or whatever, and then come back 10, 15 minutes later. So we had inadvertently been babysitting his kids without realizing it for about 10 or 15 minutes while they were watching Paw Patrol and we were eating tacos. Very strange. That's the first time I ever saw Paw Patrol. I was accidentally babysitting the guy's kids. (laughs) (laughs) It was, yeah. I wasn't very good at it. So I was too obsessed with my tacos. Did they die? They did not die. Then you were good at it, David. Babysit successful. Any babysitting you can walk away from. (laughs) Exactly. So um, are we just going to call this episode the one where we talk about Paw Patrol for 68 minutes? Well, I think it needs to be Nerd OD is on a roll. That kind of hits me. (laughs) Yes, that's an episode title. (laughs) 100%. Meanwhile, Dan's like, I don't understand that reference. I, don't I, know, yeah. I, I was I was wondering whether I should laugh then to be polite, but of course you should. That's a Paw Patrol. We're on a roll. Okay, okay, right, there makes we go. sense. Paw Patrol. Yeah. So off. That's Blimmin', the Spider-Man song. Here we go. Paw Patrol. He's got radioactive stuff. <laughs> it, it, it. No. Well, still, thank you for trying. I like your version, but I'm not sure it's the version. No. (laughs) Thanks. See, this is why you're going to be such an amazing dad when B grows up and she's like, Dad, look at this. And you're like, I really like the effort you put in there because it makes you feel wholesome that you did a good thing. And then you slam down. Whereas when Oliver goes, look, Dad, this drawer. And I'll be like, oh, son, that's dead shit. Well done. No, Lugus mad at me because I, Lugus mad at me because I I get too into the kids' cartoons because I analyze them, and I make no apologies. Like the, the cartoons are simple. If you let yourself get too into it, you have to make up your own fiction because it's it's too simple most yeah. of the time, right? And that's why um, I was uh, fully intending to start a series that go alongside the kids' series. And I ripped off the name from you know the idea for Reg After Dark, 
and name all of these series such and such After Dark. So Paw Patrol, After Dark, Peppa Pig, After Dark, all that kind of stuff. Because I had this whole thing about Paw Patrol, right? Like, there's no there's no consequence. Like, they catch someone who did a bad thing, Mayor Humdinger. He's always up to bad shit. <laughs> yeah, me and After Dark. And he, there's <laughs> never any consequence. They just go, oh, shouldn't do that. And he goes, yeah. oh, I guess you're right. Like, you robbed off. shit. You, like, kidnapped a kid, like, <laughs> tore up a building. And they're like, oh, naughty Mayor Humdinger. Bear, bearing in mind, he's the mayor of another town, which he's never fucking in, and yeah. he's over here doing crime, and there's no consequence. So my whole thing was like a whole like episode series arc where they they kill him basically, and then they have to like keep pretending that he's around so that no one knows that they've offed the guy. That and did go dark. <laughs> I know, and Lou just thinks that it wouldn't catch on, and I think there's a lot of frustrated parents out there who would definitely want to watch a show where the annoying characters from these kids' cartoons either get their comeuppance or possibly die. I just a think they'd want to watch it. I, I, I would happily watch So, for example's sake, as we're using Paw Patrol as the example, so yes, Dan, this might be a 68-minute part about Paw Patrol. But, <laughs> but you've got a firefighter, so they could go into the city where there's an arsonist that's going around doing it. You've got, you know, so they've got to try and stop him and they, they go and do proper heroic things when the place is on fire um, and Marshall could literally get trapped and he could burn. Um, you've got, like, you know, Chase, the police cop, who could go into, like, a drug ring. There's Undercover. So dark, Undercover. Yeah, there's yep. so many amazing dark, dark stories you he could do. It gets in too deep. It, it's, it's amazing. So, yes, can I be part of this when you create it? You know, rubble. He's hiding from his past where he was a serial killer, burying people alive. That's what he did. And yep. now, you know, there's, there's a whole... There you go. And then he can also coincide with Rocky, who recycles everything. So, like, all oh, the weapons geez. and stuff. Mulching all the bodies. Into it all. Mulching oh, all the bodies. It would be amazing. And then Sky can literally just drop all the bodies off in the middle of the ocean because she can use a helicopter. Yeah. She's like their mule. Oh, she's a full-on she's, smuggler. Yeah. She's, a smuggler. she's the smuggler. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. We, so we've she's got crossing the, the border. That's it, and then the okay. drug runner from the uh, zoomer on his hovercraft. Yeah, and I think that I think that as well. There's 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 call for this in in other ways. You know, of course, there's Peppa Pig's ripe for it. You know, because you got this whole thing about animals coexisting, where some of them are predators, and they always make funny jokes about it, and it's all quite lighthearted. Yeah, but what if one day, you know, Mr. Wolf just just eats Mummy Pig, like hmm. full on goes feral. And eats her, and the town is aghast. And Miss Rabbit's called in to try and bring him down because she does every job in the whole place. And then, <laughs> still, one, you know, yeah. it's the whole thing about you know, Peppa has to overcome her nature, and how does she, how does she, you know, get revenge because her mother's been eaten by a wolf, but she's a pig. How does she fight against a wolf? You know, and she enlists her friends who are also predators, like the cats and the dog. It can go a long way. It can go. I think it's got legs. I think it's got it, like it's it's like the opposite of the turtles because the turtles started off as comic really dark like so dark with murdering and like drugs and stuff and then they were like hey let's make a really fun cheesy eighty seven like cartoon from it which was nothing like the the, the comic strip whereas we're yeah. just going to go full on the opposite way whereas like just look at all these nice fun things we're just going to turn it dark and fucked up. It's strange, isn't it, that they thought that they. That that needed a you know a, a kids cartoon had the comic <laughs> taken that turn yet to be a bit more no, bright and cheerful it, it, it didn't at all Sorry. and to be fair most of the comics to this date aren't anything like 
the 87 run and most of the iterations following on from that um, haven't as well. Like the, I think 2003 variation of the Turtles is probably the closest one and that's dark. Hmm. Um, but it's like in one of the, the sort of latest ones, I think it's Donnie, Donnie dies, Donatello. Yeah. Um, and it's it's brutal. And like it's the, the, the latest run um, comic strip that's coming out. They're called The Last Ronin where we did like the the in sixty four over where all the turtles got killed, apart from one, and he's now out on a vengeance mission where he's going to just go on a murdering spree to get vengeance for the death of his brothers. So, they, so the comic strips are dark, mm. and I don't understand why they're like, hey, let's make loads of kid fun things about it. Like, I'm happy they did because now all of us can watch this sort of stuff. Oh yeah, it's harder to sell toys to kids if they're covered in blood. Yeah. So do do you want to know why I let you guys just go on about Paw Patrol for what are we at twenty minutes? <laughs> okay, not not quite, not quite that bad. Twelve minutes, oh. um, because um, one of our semi-successful videos uh, is all about Postman Pat. We got two two <laughs> and a half thousand views on that video, Reg. So clearly, there is some overlap between kids TV and Nerd OD. I'm glad to yep. hear it. I'm That's glad to hear that. As well. That was one of the first <laughs> yeah. ones that I was like, Mom, look at this. Look what we've done. <laughs> and she's like, of all the videos you want to show off to the world, it's one where you're stealing Postman Pat toys. I'm like, yeah, but look at it. Professor's terrible parents letting yeah. you do this. <laughs> Setting the house on fire. Good <laughs> uh, times. Uh, yeah. But yeah, anywho. Don't get me started on Fireman Sam. Sam Tan, because I grew up in Wales, so he was on Espedwalek, and he was Sam Tan, which is Sam, Fire Sam, basically. Fire Sam. You know what gets me with that show? There's a whole crew of firefighters, a whole crew of them, and when everyone goes, oh, the fire, I'll call Fireman Sam. Like He's not even the highest ranking firefighter. Like, no, what? he's just literally one of the five. Just one of the guys. Like, why? Like, they, they, they've got there's loads of them. Why is it always call him? If I was the other ones, I would feel in Fireman Sam After Dark, there'd be a whole story about Wendy and Elvis trying to like trap Sam in a burning building because they're yes. sick of they're sick of him, you know, taking the lead on everything. Yeah. yeah, and so someone put up on one of the, the Geek Dad pages that I follow on Facebook. Um, they, they literally totted up the cost of um, all the things that I can't remember the name of the fuck. Is it Neville? Norman Price. Norman, Norman, Norman Price. Price. That motherfucker. So all the things that he is. Is he the kid with glasses? Yes. Yes, yeah. of course. That's um, not why I hate him. No, but he's just, he's irritating because he's the, he's the reason why Final Exam exists as a cartoon. Because yeah, he's absolutely. So they totted up how much that would have cost the government. <laughs> in that section to actually like uh, spend on like firemen's on like police and stuff against the cost of how much it's set take for him to go to boarding school <laughs> because like an juvie and stuff and like the, the cost was insane like how much he actually did in real time in real money if this was a real thing like how much that would cost and like fair play like why isn't he even been offed or sent to a boarding school i'm not gonna lie to you there are a few characters in fiction that make me more angry than norman price and fireman sam yeah that kid man he's responsible for half of the fucking town burning down he's a dick he's an absolute annoying like i hate peppa pig because she is so arrogant and just 
me, 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 and she's just a horrible, nasty little shit. I can't have anything bad said about Peppa Pig, man. Yeah, no, you can't. You can't. Oh, man. She's an absolute, and I, I, I would use the C word, <laughs> but, you know, we are on, we're not on Red After Dark, so I'd just say <laughs> fucking horrible little cow uh, or pig. She, she, oh, she lives oh, the C word was cow. Sorry. She, she lives up to her, her name of being a pig because she's just an arrogant little fuck. Genuinely. Despite oh, her, and You're there's, so mad about there's no meaning behind any of her cartoons. There's, there's nothing. She wants something. She gets her way every goddamn fucking time. At least with Ben and Holly, they learn stuff and they have lessons. And there's always stuff about it. It's the same voice crew. It's the same people that created it. Everything, but there's reasons and meanings behind it. Peppa Pig, fucking despise. She's just a. I want to. I want to back you here. I want to back you here, Reg. But unfortunately, I've got to take the opposite stance. I, I think yeah. Peppa Pig does everyone a great service. No, because there's, there's, so, there's so many other cartoons out there that kids can watch that are fucked them better. I don't understand how <laughs> she got how she got so fucking popular because none of her fucking things are, are nice at all. She gets upset when someone else gets the the toy that she's got. All that she wants, she gets fucking upset that she has to. Like, she's sharing a room with her brother, and her brother gets out a toy dinosaur to play with, and then she's like, "Mom, Dad, George is playing in the bedroom, and I want to play in the bedroom." He's got one fucking dinosaur out. <laughs> like, so you fucking act out, love. Like, she is just an obnoxious little shit. Reg, Reg, Reg. Don't, there's I, I'm so much anger here for I, a pig, I've, man. I've got, I've got another. How many? How long have I got? Forty minutes, Dan. Uh, yeah, roughly. <laughs> I can do this. I, I could do a full podcast dedicated to you fucking could do this all day. She's a horrible look. Uh, oh, don't like. It. Oh, there he goes. Like yeah. Sorry, completely had that to slip out. out. Do we do we need an extra podcast, Reg, where we just talk about kids' cartoons? Is that what's yes. happening? Hundred percent. Me and you think, could do an awesome kids' cartoon pod. Because I think eventually Dan's going to be like, "Shut up about the cartoons, you assholes." I've been on holiday. Haven't you, Dan? <laughs> Oh, is that is that your, your segue for me? Oh yeah, because yeah. otherwise we're just going to be here for the next hour talking. We, we, <laughs> we spent at least half of the of the podcast last week talking about being on holiday. But only Lego. That's true. Now I want to know the rest. Who doesn't Who doesn't love Lego? Because um, you were actually there last year. Uh, last year, last week. True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was sat in a lovely little lodge in a little town in uh, in the middle of the uh, of the Danish countryside. Uh, and I podcasted. It was great. Never done that before. I don't know why we haven't. So I, I, everyone I, can afford to go to Denmark and sit in a lodge. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Wait, I mean, like, Nerdody has to podcast from a lodge in Denmark. Ever since yeah. we discovered that Skype can record conversations, um, it just opened up so many possibilities. We can podcast from anywhere now. Can yeah, like remember when I when I think it was when when we when I first went to Japan, and we just didn't have a podcast for like two weeks. Yeah, the first time I tried yeah. the second time. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> no, yeah, I think you did. You you and Sean did try one episode, didn't you? And it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, and then strangely, he wasn't available for the second one. So yeah, yeah. it's funny. <laughs> um, well, yeah, the only thing I really wanted to talk about was um, I went to, um, basically, in, I, th- I think I mentioned it, but in the middle of, of um, Copenhagen, um, 
right next to the main train station is a theme park and it's it's bizarre it's like this walled off theme park the sort of restaurants and shops and things um in just like this big square and in the middle of that is this beautiful um, just amazing park filled with theme park rides like about four roller coasters and probably half a dozen like flat rides probably more than that it's 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 amazing what they fitted in and it's so good um but it's the specific thing i want to talk about i went on um there's a ride there called the roller coaster and it is the third oldest roller coaster in the world and it was built in 1914 it's 106 years old and and it's still going did it feel like it was 106 years old when you so, it? was it all right <laughs> We we're on another ride, which was right next to it. In fact, we were on like a uh, it was a Ferris wheel right next to it, and we saw it going. Um, and it's just two, you know, two, each car's got two seats in. And between the second and third car, there was a man sort of stood up on the ride. We're like, why? Why is there a man actually standing on the ride? You know, he was just on his own, so everyone else was in twos, and he's just stood there. And you can see there's a little seat sort of raised up, so he was sort of stood up but leaning back. It was almost like a, a high stool. And we, we couldn't work out why. We thought, is, is that maybe just like some special seat and you can you get to ride standing up to try and make it more exciting because it's rubbish because it's 106 years old? Um, but turns out that's the man driving it. Oh, wow. What? Okay. So, I mean, it's on a track. And it's just there's a there's a lift hill, um, and then the rest of it is gravity. But he's got like um, like one of those brakes you see on like trains, you know, the ones you pull the the handle and then pull the lever back. Mm. He's got one of those, so he is just controlling the speed. He's braking when he needs to, or she. Uh, they're they're braking whenever they need to, and that's it. And that is that's how old it is. There is no electronics to start and stop the ride. It's just someone pulling a lever to make the brakes work. So the station is on a very slight uh, hill. So he'll stop, you know, where you get on, and then um, and then once everyone's loaded, they'll let the brake off, and the car will just roll down around the corner and hit a lift hill, which is just like this. It was just like this sort of metal rope pulling the the car up. It's just bizarre. Um, and I've, I've seen videos and, and photos of really, 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 really old roller coasters. Like, there was, I think, one open in, like, Coney Island was one of the first ones. And it's just it's just a straight strip. It just sort of goes almost like the Thunderlooper, but far less exciting. It sort of gets pulled back and then goes forward and over a, over a little hill and then up and then back down and stops in the station. And that's that's what I thought, you know, the third oldest roller coaster in the world. I thought this is going to be like it's going to be really poor. Just loads. It goes all over the place. It goes, turns around. It goes it's up and down. It's amazing. Just the fact that they managed to build this in 1914 blew my mind, to be quite honest. And the what fact it's the, still running. What was the safety like when you were in? Were you strapped in, or it was, a, it was just a lap bar, standard lap bar? Um, but we went, we got the front row and then later on in the day, um, we went on it again and we went back row and I, I've never experienced that much pain on a ride before <laughs> it, because the lap bar is just literally like a metal, a metal bar. Um, 
and it's got a lot of movement. There was probably a good two inches of movement. It, it would go down, it would click into place, and, and I could move loads, and the bar would go up and down. Um, so we either had someone who wasn't going very easy on the brake, or um, or it was just a lot a lot faster at the wrong points in the back, because we went over the first hill into the dip and then up, and you sort of lifted out your seat by a good two or three inches, and then slammed back down, and I, I, it's the second time in my life that I remember bruising my butt. One was, uh, was something Reg was involved in that I'm not going to go into. Uh, and the second was oh, this. Oh, yeah, there's the clip. <laughs> there's the clip. So painful. So, so painful. Landed right on my butt bone, whatever that's called. So rewarding. Oh, gosh. It was, it was horrible. Um, one nice thing was, though, so um, with, with the ticket you get, you get uh, unlimited ride photos, uh, digital ride photos. So, We've got photos of every ride we went on. We have, nice. well, had photos. It was nice. It was really just a really nice experience. Um, and it you, closed at 11. One of when you land on your coccyx. I haven't got that exact moment, unfortunately. Oh, I've got a photo of it because <laughs> Shell is laughing her ass off. Sat next to me just when she, she'll hate me for saying this, but she probably won't listen. But when she really, really laughs, the, it's like it's like a honk. It's like a. <laughs> That sort of thing, and she was doing that. I haven't heard that noise in quite some time, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, really need to work on my comedy routines. But, anywho. Do yourself some more, because it sounds like she, she finds your pain amusing. Absolutely. Um, and to be fair, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm hurt all over after that holiday. Um, I slipped over in the kitchen um, wearing socks. It was like cork floor, and it was really shiny, and I walked around the corner, with a knife in my hand as well, because I was about to cut a loaf of bread, and it <laughs> fell over and landed on my knee, and it really hurt. Um, so Ferris Bueller book gone wrong. Just you know, goes sliding. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, our our, our um, apartment was weird, though. I don't know why I'm whispering. Yeah. Uh, why are you I, whispering? I, <laughs> listening. Yeah. So it was. It was like an Airbnb type situation. Booking.com does apartments now, so you can put your own place on. Um, and it it was a really nice location. Like we had a, a balcony that overlooked the river. It was beautiful, really old timey building on like the top floor. Um, and I've read all the reviews and people were saying, oh, it's, it, it was like a um, uh, it was, it's like an art gallery. Not not it's not like a hotel places full of art and it was every inch of the walls was covered in paintings or um just like the statues everywhere um he had two gravestones in the apartment um but basically that's not the weird thing what one he had seven seven foot roman centurion statue and this was on like the fifth floor of a building i don't know how he got it up there it was massive it's just sat in the living room um but he had a lot, a lot of naked um, pictures and sculptures and all sorts of things. There was a painting of some man who had um, men's phalluses as his hair. Um, he had... Bring uh, on, you mean into dickhead. Yeah, it's boom. There you go. There's the clip, Red. Um, <laughs> and he had a couple of... He had a picture of, of two ladies enjoying each other. That was good. Um he had um, like a sort of a, a a relief of a man's posterior, uh, and then above it, the other side. 
honestly it was and this place was massive this was in such an amazing like um location um and he had so much that this guy must have been absolutely loaded i don't know why he was renting out the room in his in his apartment he had an how else how else would he show off his ridiculous collection of pig penis art um and there was a time we there was a code to get out the door um and i took to get sorry back in the building and i forgot what it was so i rang i, I looked around couldn't find him so i thought i'll ring him um phone rang um didn't answer and then i heard him moving and he came round the corner and he's just standing in his wife and said, oh did you ring and i like yes uh, we just don't know the code for the door oh right it's this okay thanks please put on some clothes um it was, it was a very bizarre but the rest of the holiday was great <laughs> hey i would say if you can come out of a holiday with a story like that that's also pretty great i mean Absolutely. it's not often you stay in a place where a man's got that many penises on display including at times his own so mm. yeah mm-hmm People would pay extra for that, I'm sure. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, you did, kind of. You Sorry, you did. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you, you definitely did. Yeah. Um, one, of the, one of the best things, though, so we, we'd sort of, I wouldn't say run out of things to do, but we probably would have struggled on a Sunday, on Sunday. Our flight was at 10 to 10 at night, um, and we weren't sure what to do. And then on, um, on Friday afternoon, good old Boris announced that um we're you're allowed to travel to sweden now um which before we'd have had to have um quarantined for 14 days if we'd have gone to sweden um because they just went coronavirus yeah we'll deal with it and just did nothing um so herd immunity seemed to be their tactic um and it's kind of worked because there's very little there now there's there's really not much going on um so they opened up the border at 4 a.m. on Saturday morning to say that we could travel. And basically Copenhagen is um, right on the coast and there's this beautiful long bridge. And then you've got Malmo, which is a, a town in Sweden. Um, so we, we took the train across to, to Sweden. So that was lovely. Nice. nice. Unexpected trip to Sweden. Bonus piece of holiday. <laughs> it was great. It was really nice. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one, one of the nicest things about the whole trip, it was really nice to... I wouldn't say forget about everything that's going on, but Denmark and Sweden are sort of at the point where they've got their act together a heck of a lot better than the UK had. Um, so you had to wear masks on public transport and we had to wear them on some rides. So um, they, they were allowed to run the rides at like full capacity, not that they were because the place was dead, um, if you wore a mask. So the roller coasters, you'd wear a mask. Um, but other than that, it was just really nice to just be able to walk around and not even think about it. Restaurants were fine, shops, it just yeah, it's really really good. I'd recommend it. Unless you've got a cough, then you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. That's what I'm I'm I'm, I'm wrestling with the, the sort of a little bit of a cold at the minute, and it's manifesting itself as a particularly cough. And I know full well I'll start coughing and I'm like, oh my, oh my god, like, I've just got a fucking cold, man. Like ease off, like. <laughs> yeah. It is crazy. We um, Ash was feeling it a bit under the weather the other week, and then the first thing we did was like, we're going to have to get the test. We know it's not that, but we're going to have to get tests because it, it's what like if we don't. <laughs> Then we're just gonna be like, hmm. But then at the same time, it's uh, sorry. 
Yeah, either pregnant or COVID. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> COVID. Uh, that test, not the other test. Uh, me and Dad were talking about the pregnancy tests yeah. last week because you can now play Doom on them, which is great. <laughs> um, but but not that, the actual wait, COVID test. Wait, 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 um, wait. You can play Doom on a pregnancy test? Yeah, yes. someone's a little digital screen. Um, I mean, it's not even necessarily you can play Doom. I'm assuming you can play anything on it. Um, but yeah. that's, that's the thing they've shown off. Yeah, there's a... Um, there's a Reddit thread called "Can Blank Blank Play Doom," um, and it's just some programmers like the old like right. I'm going to try it on this, and some programmer got a digital pregnancy test and was like, "Pretty sure there's a way we can do it." So he yeah he got inside it and managed to mod it so it can play like it looks horrendous but at the same time awesome um, Doom on a pregnancy test and I'm like that is phenomenal. I have to say I love the internet. I do. Because yeah. you just wouldn't get stuff like that without the internet. That yeah. makes me sad. It really, really does. You know what makes me sad? So four years ago today, to this day, I met Gaston from Disney, and now, now I'm not at Disney meeting Gaston. <laughs> and people won't, who go to Disney won't be able to to hold Gaston the way I did because of social distancing and stuff. That's, which is I feel, which is unfortunate. I feel, like, I feel like after you held Gaston the way that you did, no one else was allowed to hold Gaston the way that you did. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's also very true. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, my, it was literally my my honeymoon four years ago, and I was on holiday in the greatest place in the world. Well, congratulations for four years ago. Thank you very much. I, I call it my my honeyversary, and I I plan on celebrating at my honeyversary some point soon back there. <laughs> That's it. Like we had a we had a plan to go to Disney um, end of this year, um, and sort of earlier on, probably sort of January February, we were already kind of like, okay, we're probably not going to do it this year. Maybe next year. And then all this kicked off, and it's like, whew, I'm so glad we didn't book some kind of non-refundable nonsense. So, hmm. same time though, it's good job that none of us did something like that, right? I I think I think Sean will still go, you know. I've got yeah. a feeling that it'll still go, and he'll have an amazing time because it's yeah. so dead. The there. states have—I don't think they've said which ones yet—but they've opened up. I think it's something like seventeen airports to international travel um, to try and get the sort of the tourism um, going again. So Got to get that economy working. I have thought Florida would be one of them. Oh, oh yeah, gotta be yeah. on it. Yeah, gotta be. But, yeah. I'd, I'd like to go on holiday. At some point, we will. Um, but that was the last time I went on holiday, holiday. Yeah. So it would be nice to uh, to go back and do one. <laughs> I was thinking about when was I last in Florida? I think it was, I think it was three years ago. I think it was 2017, end of 2017, I think it went. And it's just that weird thing, isn't it, where... I didn't go to Disney, I went to Universal. And yeah. it's just having that experience of just walking around like, I didn't need to go on rides. I didn't need to do that. Oh, I could just, just, just wander around. There, isn't it? Exactly. It's the atmosphere of just walking around it. You know, I'm walking around uh, Hogsmeade or, or Diagon Alley and yeah. just being like, I can just chill out here. Like, I don't have to go yeah. and queue for rides. I can just hang out here yeah. and it's cool. Um, and that's the kind of thing I like with, with theme parks of that caliber. Because, you know, there's been there's a lot of different kinds of theme parks, and I think that the ones that have the big budget to put the effort into you know to 
the theming, you know, the, the, the hints in yeah. the name. Like, the theming is important. You can go to a, a theme park that's got roller coasters and stuff, and that's great. Like, Alton Towers. Alton Towers is a great theme park. However, the, there's not much in the way of theming there. There's cool rides, no, and there's cool stuff. It's such a mismatch of just all these weird... weird. I mean, look at um, where Rita is. So it used to be what... Um, <laughs> Was it Ugland? So they open up this ride and then suddenly you've got this drag race ride in the middle of, you know, caveman land. Yeah. Um, Just doesn't fit in. Um, And then they changed it and they opened opened 13 next to it. And now it's just like, I mean, it's it's still Ugland, right? (laughs) I think. Pretty sure it's still called Ugland. But there's nothing about it that feels themed to that anymore. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like it's now called the Dark Forest, isn't it? That's it. Oh, the dark yeah. Forest. oh yeah. So let's just turn um let's let's turn Rita into a in, into a ride that's been taken over by a tree. That that makes perfect sense. <laughs> that's the thing. Like yeah, ride wise, I enjoy the rides at Alton Towers. It's a fun day out, but it doesn't have that big budget theming that no. you get in the in the Florida theme parks where you can wander around. And you know, I'm desperate to go to Galaxy's Edge desperate to go um the idea of wandering around the idea that when they open galaxy's edge if you were a cast member in that area they basically opened up a big warehouse of costumes and props and accessories and said invent your character and that's the character you play in galaxy's edge yeah. and i just thought that is like my fucking dream if someone said here's a bunch of lucasfilm quality costumes and props yeah. Go go just go just be a guy in Star Wars. Just pick someone, make it up, and just do that all day. I'd be like, Are you kidding me? Like <laughs> you wanna pay me for this? Okay. Uh yeah, so that's the kind of thing where I just that's what I wanna see. Just be able to hang out in that area and just experience that. And I think that's the kind of you know, the experiential uh holidays where you don't have to be doing lots of stuff, but uh, it's just yeah. cool while it happens. Yes, hundred percent. Like, I love just sitting in Springfield in Moe's Tavern, just yeah. literally sitting in Moe's Tavern, just having a drink at the bar. Yep. And just watching people on the like we did the love test machine and stuff. That's like, <laughs> yeah, and it's just it's amazing, just sitting in there thinking, holy shit, I actually am in the Simpsons. Like Springfield now in there is is awesome. Like compared mm. to when me and you went down and yeah, it was yeah, just it was... like here's a like some little bits and pieces. It's just the Back to the now Future ride that had been skinned. No, it's so yeah. good, so so good. Um, yeah, but yeah. I, I just, do love, do love the amount of effort that they go to over there compared to over here. It's yeah, phenomenal. They, they just, I, I, Universal in particular. I just get this. I mean, I, I love the, every theme, every ride there. I love all the, you know, both theme parks. But even just, you get there and you you park up in the parking lot, and then you get on the travel later, and you you're heading towards City Walk. And you've got the music playing like that. That's my happy place. As soon as I'm there, yeah. which is usually the first or second day of the holiday, I'm just like, oh, it's just I, I. I don't think there's there's much in this world that makes me quite as happy as that. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Yeah, yeah that, that, that 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 approach as yeah. you're walking up and it's and then um, the Jurassic Park music starts playing or Jaws theme or something. And you're just like, oh. it's the um, it's as you go in Alan's adventure. It's that kind of cool, kind of jaunty pirate music mm. as you're walking up, and I'm like, this is um, you know, this is my day. I'm here all day. Yes. I am all in, and it is excellent. <laughs> and there's a weird thing. It's something I've been chasing for a long time, and it's and this is going to sound weird, 
So I need to preface this with, this sounds weirder than I think it is. And it was, there was a certain, (laughs) it's going to sound bad. There was a certain smell in the toilets at Hogsmeade. Okay. (laughs) And it was either the cleaning solution they were using or the air fresheners in there. But it's a certain scent that that has that I am that I've been chasing the, since the first time I smelled it because it just that smell. I, again, I appreciate that everything I'm saying now sounds wrong. That smell is the holiday. Like that smell, just I don't I don't know what it was about it. But unfortunately, it was I in the men's toilet. So. I will find out for you very easily. Um, there's I'm on so many fucking stupid Orlando pages on Facebook. If I ask someone on that, you get about a gazillion fucking people going, I can tell you it was this, and this is how they do it, and this is how they put yeah. it in there, and this is what it oh, is. It's pine scented toilet duck. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but if you can, if you can find out what the, what the fragrance is that they use in the men's toilets in Hogsmeade, <laughs> I would appreciate it. I just, every time I say it, it sounds worse. But. How do you think Reggie's going to feel putting that question on the Facebook page? I've got uh, guys, does anyone know what, what they use to disinfect the toilets in Hogsmeade? Please what? ask that question for me, Reg. While we're Please on do that. it now, because we'll get an answer before the show's over. I will do it now. <laughs> yeah. so, while, we're, um, while, we're, while I'm writing this up, yeah. so have you heard that um, The Walking Dead has now finally got its end date? Um, so yes. season 11 is going to be the final season that's going to go over two se- uh, two years yeah. right but that's not that's not the end so when no. you thought that was going to be the end there's now going to be a Daryl and Carol, Carol spin off right alongside this new other fucking one that they're doing alongside Tales from the Walking Dead mm-hmm so we're like, you know what, we're going to end The Walking Dead, but we're not actually going to end it. Because Daryl and Carol are the only ones that are from the original fucking crew now anyway. Yeah, so, so now, now so we know they're, they're going to get through. So we know it's the, it's the Walking Dead television universe. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, Walking Dead isn't anything like the uh, the sort of the ratings winner that it used to be. Um the last season, it was like it was down by about sixty percent. I mean, it's still probably one of the highest-rated things on AMC. But I just I can't I can't see anyone wanting to tune into a a Carol and Daryl show. No, not in the slightest. It depends how much they like zombies. Well, the the point the point of The Walking Dead is is I, I think it's how good the ensemble cast generally is, and I know they change it a lot because you know there's a lot of um, a lot of people dying. Yeah. But how, like, what's that going to be like? Surely, there's going to be no, there's going to be no threat of these two dying, because it's this is that's the series. Well, that's the thing. Well, that's what everyone said about Rick Grimes, wasn't it? The whole idea was that you could never have the show without Rick, mm. because he was the show. And over time, I mean, I mean, this is obviously you're right. This is different. This is a Daryl and Carol specific spinoff. Mm. If one of them is off, it's like, well, the show's fucked. But um, but for me, like they, you know, they probably are two of the regardless of how the series has ended up, because I, I stopped watching at a very specific point in the series because I did not like the turn it took and I did not want to watch it further. Um, and I, I was going to say, because it's spoilers, but it's from like four years ago, so it's not that big a deal. It's when Negan um, started mm. bashing in skulls 
And you know what? It's not like, oh, it grossed me out because that show was gross anyway. But it's the fact that it just felt like for the first time in a show that was all about zombies eating people, it felt like the first occasion where it was violence for its own sake. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. they didn't they didn't have to portray it in the way that they did, but they chose to, and the decision felt um it felt cold. It felt like a quite a horrible way to say goodbye to these characters. Do you mean you know? just the fact that it happened or that they showed it? Um more in the way that they showed it. Because like the whole that whole build up to that, there was a whole part of the series where it was like, Oh, is Glenn dead or is Glenn alive? And you didn't really know. Well, you know, you knew that he was alive, but everyone else thought he was dead, right? Mm. That was a good chunk of the ser- that, that that particular season. And then he he gets back, and then they they do that. And the way yeah, I, I agree with that, that was really annoying. Yeah, yeah. suddenly like, oh, he's dead. I've got I've got used to it. Oh no, he's alive. Oh no, wait, he's dead. He's actually yeah. dead. Now. And I you know I get it. If you're trying to get that kind of shock value and stuff, it, it was effective. I'm not going to say it wasn't effective, but it's that thing of they they took a character who was incredibly sympathetic and incredibly important in that, that ensemble cast, at least I thought so. And they just did him dirty. You know what I mean? Like that was just of all the ways to go out in that series, there have been some pretty horrible ones, but that was really like, that was a proper fuck you to that character. Mm. You know what I mean? So at least Abraham Abraham got a, Abraham got a line, you know, he got something to go out on. Yeah. Uh, Glenn didn't get that, and he didn't deserve that. It made me very sad. I mean, it, the only point. thing was that it, it was very true to the comic. Oh yeah, yeah. no, no, I, I know that. So, and, and that's the thing where because they changed so much, there was a part of me thinking, well, they're not going to do that because they've changed enough of it. Um, and so the fact that they were going to be true to the comic, that's fine, and that's I'm sure that you know that pleased a lot of the comic fans. But it was just, yeah, it just felt kind of like, I don't know. It just it just felt like a fuck you to a character that was quite important to the whole story and getting them where they were. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so it's now been approved on on five of the seventy pages I've put it on, um, and it hasn't on one of them because the admin is put. Are you asking a serious question here? <laughs> Not approved. <laughs> and it's already now started. There's people just laughing or going, "I'd like to know." I'm like, Here we right. go. So, not thank only you, for Rich. you, but for other people now I'm doing it. <laughs> Reg, thank you for taking that bullet and being that weird guy so I didn't have to be. <laughs> Just send that admin a link to this podcast when it comes out, Reg. <laughs> it was a very, sir, it was a very serious question, and I'm offended that you did not take it seriously. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, I'll stop, I'll, stop talking, I'll stop talking about five-year-old Walking Dead episodes. Apologies. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, no, it's, I brought it up. So yeah, it, it, it's what, what I mean. What, what are we going to be left with? So the same one se- season left, but there's, it's over two years, and there's going to be like twenty five odd episodes. There's, yeah, so there's twenty four episodes. Which <laughs> is, it's going to be the longest series. So I don't know why they just don't split it into yes, two. exactly. Like because no they don't want to have a cliffhanger. Is that it? I mean, yeah, the, the, the biggest problem I think at the minute is that it's just. It, it end, I know it didn't end because the last episode, for some reason, they didn't get to film in time. So they must they must film really close to them being released. Um, so it sort of ended on a really damp script and everyone sat there waiting for the next episode, for the final one. But 
the final one is going to be part of the next season, as far as I understand it. <laughs> I think that's really? what I read. It's just, you know, I think we're almost getting to the point I think people are just going to not care. And I'm one of the few people I know who used to watch it that does still watch it and mostly enjoys it. But I don't know. It's getting a bit, it's a bit annoying like that it just ended so badly. Mm. Um, and then we've got Fear the Walking Dead, which actually I watched the first season on on um, Amazon, and it was pretty good. Um, never got any further with it, but I might pick it up again. And then you've got and what's what's the new one? A New World or something like that? Yeah, it's a, it's something. It's, yeah, uh, hang on. it's on this. So, yeah. and uh, then like I say we've got the Walking Dead stories, which would just be one-off stories based on some characters you know and some some you don't. So it yeah. might just be, oh, look, these people in Spain who are trying to deal with the zombie apocalypse for one episode, and then it moves on and shows you a backstory of Michonne or someone like that, which, yeah, might be all right, but it's it's just a little side thing, isn't it? And then you've got the uh, the Rick Grimes movies, the three of those they're doing. What? Yeah. So much, so much going on. So can, just, I, can I ask for spoilers? Is that yeah. okay to do here? Yeah. Okay. So what actually, what happened to Rick at the end? Did he die or did he just go off somewhere? Um, well, they thought, they, they think he's dead. So, yeah, spoil, spoilers for everyone at home. But basically there's um, the, a bridge, the, they, they get this bridge built and then they have to blow it up to kill a load of uh, walkers um, and he gets blown up as part of it. So they're like, oh, no, he's dead. And then towards the end of the episode, you sort of see him washed up on the shore down river, and then he gets taken away in a helicopter. Um, so we don't know quite who owns the helicopter, who's who's got him, but someone has him. And then in the, the latest season, again, I don't know, Reg, you're right, you don't care anymore, right? Yeah. Um, so Michonne's now sort of left because she's gone after him because she's found out that he's still alive. Um, so that's what the movies are apparently about. It's about him with this other community and then her going after him, trying to find him. But the weird thing is, so they, Rick and Michonne had a baby together. Um, oh, I knew they, they I, I saw the, I saw as far as them getting together. Yeah. Yes. So they've got a baby, um, and obviously Rick's dead or not dead. Um, and then he's also got the, the Laurie's baby who is or may 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 or may not be rick's um jesus and then but she goes which is you know that, that, that i mean the point there is that rick, rick she's Rams got supersede no no more that she's she's left she's gone after rick so she's just left her two kids in this pretty unpredictable world of, of zombies and people who are actually in some cases worse than the zombies um she's just left them behind and gone ah, I've, I've got to go and get rick Someone else look after my kids. That's wild. So what? So what happened to? And again, I know this is not the point of this podcast to recap The Walking Dead for me. But but what happened? We to should Beth? call it The Talking Dead. That uh, I bet that's already taken. That's though, taken. Right? I think. Yeah. I, bet, I bet it's taken. But what's what was what happened to? I want to say Beth. I want to say Glenn's Glenn's missus, where they had a she Man. was pregnant. Maggie, of course, Maggie. Beth was her sister. Maggie had, Maggie had the baby. Um, yep. Maggie has also left. But oh. that's because the actress got uh, 
a cast in a TV show online. I forget, like CBS or ABC or one of the other one of the networks, and it got cancelled after the first season. So she's coming back next season. <laughs> yeah. literally, literally, that's that's it. So then, with The Walking Dead, no one's ever really gone. Oh no! Well, unless they die, but um, well, then they'll, <laughs> then they'll come back in this weird, you know, side-on series where you got all kinds exactly. of little stories. The the thing is, it's always done a really good job of mirroring the comics, but then also um, veering off in its own direction. Um, so it's nice to if you if you read it and you know all the sort of the the main arts. It's really nice to see their version of it and sort of have a, an inkling of where it's going to go and then either have it confirmed or have it go off in a different direction. That's part, for me, that's part of the fun of it. Um, and they ended the cup, like they just, without announcement, they just went, oh, by the way, the next issue is the last, the last one. Um, wow. And it ended the um, So I can see exactly where these, this one slash two seasons are going to take it. Which is good. So I'm, I'm glad they're not. It, it almost worried me that it was just going to keep going and going and going, um, and they were going to Game of Thrones it, where it's like, right, we've run out of origin of, of the original stories now, so we're going to have to make them up, and then mm. they don't do it very well. So I don't know. Um, I'll I'll see. I may I haven't watched the, like I say I've I've only watched one season of the first spin off, so I don't know whether I'm gonna go any further with it. Well I heard that one was very good. Fear of the Walking Dead. Had a very yeah. good cast. It was fine, it was it was good. What I what I saw was good. And um what's his face? Um uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Um the guy that Rick meets his son in the first episode, him and his son, um Morgan. Morgan. Morgan's Morgan and Morgan. Yeah, Mor- Morgan's in it from, I, I think, third, third or fourth season on. Um, so it sort of it shows it's set way before. Yeah, he this. he leaves that again though as well, doesn't he? Yeah, but fair enough. Oh. We should leave because he joins up with with everyone in in the actual the main season series, doesn't? Yeah, he came back. So so that was kind of interesting then to see him, um, you know, join. I don't know, see his journey between. Uh, Rick leaving and then Rick finding him again when he'd gone slightly mad. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that where people are waiting on, um, because Walking Dead needs to come back. Um, I went to see the New Mutants today, which was supposed to come out two years ago. Hey, I, I did wonder when that was going to happen. I'll, I'll I keep it. It's not. There's not really much I want to talk about it, but I'm, I'd be pretty confident. No one's going to go and see it. Uh, and how are, you, how are you two? Do either of you two want to see it? I've, I've, I would like to watch it, but I'm not asked if there was. Yeah, yeah okay. me too. It's, it's not going to spoil much. It's just, it's really bizarre. The choices they made in it, if you know the comics um, and some really random, very niche characters, um, it makes you go, oh, like, it's, it's them, you know. Because it it almost needn't be a, an X Men movie, but towards the end it is really an X Men movie. It's it's bizarre as as it starts to become apparent what's been going on in this in this hospital that the that these kids are in. So the basically they the kids are a danger to themselves and others. So they've been put into this hospital. There's only like five or six of them um, where they're being supposedly looked after and rehabilitated, but really there's something sinister going on. Um, 
it even crosses over with there's reference to stuff that happened in Logan um, and all, all these right. other so it is very very much in the X-Men universe it's not just like a, a you know a reboot or a separate separate timeline or anything like that um, but it just by, by I think until the end I was quite bored but there's a really good sort of ending fight scene that's very very X-Men um, that I wasn't expecting. The problem is the the big bad that they're beating at, at, at the end is this giant thirty foot bear. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it, it. I didn't realize, and I googled this later to see if see what exactly was going on with it. It's actually a character. It's actually an X Men character um, called Demon Bear, and it it's been in the comics several times, <laughs> and apparently. Whoever wrote this knew that, and they brought it into the story. <laughs> but I know I sat there. I was like, "This is all a bit weird. Why are they fighting this giant demon bear? It's just bizarre. It's just an excuse for a fight." Um, but yeah, um, apparently it is a comic book character <laughs> it's called Demon Bear. Uh, and the problem is, it's basically it's it's this one girl's um, like projection. She she can make you see um, your worst fears and t- and they'll, they'll just keep coming after you until they kill you. And it turns out one of her biggest fears is this demon bear. And she tells this whole story that explains it all. But she she gets sort of knocked out unconscious and then everyone's fighting this bear. And eventually she wakes up and then she just walks up to it and delivers the worst, the, the worst written lines I've ever heard. And it's just like, stop! No! And then kills it it's just like really like <laughs> in fairness this. though if someone said hey dave what's one of the things you're most scared of in the world yeah. i think if my brain went to 30 foot tall demon bear i'd agree yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah fair point that's a very very fair point <laughs> it's a very um, odd move. bizarre that they i mean they were supposed to be doing loads of reshoots for it and then disney just went yeah don't bother we'll just release it as it is um and as a whole, it's it's fine. It's it's all right. I don't know why it took so long to come out because um, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not like you know. If it was part of the MCU, it would be the first MCU flop. Um, but it's not. It's fine. It's part of that rubbish Fox X Men universe that no one really cares about. <laughs> um, just a quick updates. Okay. Um, so apparently it is the same smell that's in the female toilets. It could right. either be um, someone who shit themselves after seeing the giant spider in the um, <laughs> Harry Potter ride yeah. that wasn't expecting it, which mm. could have been me, and it just lingered. Um, it is either um, sick from the butterbeer that didn't actually agree with them. Um, it is a secret combination Um which apparently they use in quite a few of the toilets, but not all of the toilets in Universal. Or it's a common disinfectant brand. These are the ones I've had so far. You're, you're will... specifically saying that this smell, though, you only smell it in in um, Hogsmeade. I only have memory of it in Hogsmeade. That's correct. Right. Yeah. But, but so um, thank you to some of the internet for taking it seriously. And yeah. shame on you. <laughs> those who did not take this very important question seriously i am i'm shocked i'm shocked at your behavior and i'm shocked that you would have a go at reg's comment like that mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy apparently there's someone who's been chasing the same smell of the hard rock 
hotel lobby for some time now. He's actually asked the people in Hard Rock Cafe, in the Hard Rock Hotel, who work there, what the smell was, and they said they have no idea. Hmm. So I've got feelings that. Oh, oh no. Maybe he's sure. having a stroke. I'm not sure, but I'd love to hear you moaning Myrtle in there. Right? Is he... Oh, did he make it weird and sexual? Why did someone yeah. make it weird and sexual? Because uh, it's the internet, David. Oh, God damn it, internet. Great, so now I'm going to have loads of really Harry Potter weirdos referencing my poops. Uh, sorry, Reg. Thank you for uh, taking it you, for the team. Did you preface it with asking for a friend? Really <laughs> random question, I know. And I have to say this in advance, as it is a weird question. Does anyone know what smell it is or what they used to disinfect in the male toilets in Hogsmeade? I have a friend who is chasing the smell. Oh, as that's see, his holiday Rich. smell. Apparently, the one that reminds him of holiday the most. See, I did tell you it was random, and I swear it's not me. And see, then I've Rich. had a lot of asking, people go, sure, yeah. asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. You did, you did it to yourself there, I'm afraid. You yeah. did it to yourself. Actually, if it gets me the answer, it gets me the answer. And I salute you for it. Exactly. I kind of have that um, holiday smell with the smell of ET. Um, oh, that's but, a weird smell, though. It's it's like yeah, I mean, it's I, I smell it all over the place. It's not a oh, unique yeah. smell, but every time I smell it, I'm like, that's ET. That's an ET smell. <laughs> ET. I don't know exactly what it is, but it has an ET. I I guarantee if you ask that, hundreds of people would reply and, and agree, because that is quite a normal thing, the ET smell. The Hogsmeade toilets. Uh, is yeah, that a normal thing? How is, how is the smell of ET? ET ride smell. There you go. People, you can even ET ride smell candle. ET ride Universal Studios Orlando smell. According to Wikipedia, Universal uses a pine fresh scent created by the scent marketing company Centaur. So it's even, it's even it made it onto Wikipedia. Oh, well. that they have a specific scent for the forest, which makes okay. sense because it's a pine forest. Congratulations, you can got your you... question answered. Mine is someone's yeah. dirty great shit. Absolutely. <laughs> can you ask Google? <laughs> I didn't even think about asking Google. Have you asked Google what the what the smell, uh, what dis, what they used to disinfect the toilets. I'm on the work laptop, so I'm probably best off not asking Rich, what the smell is. Why would I yes. ask Google when I can get you to ask random strangers on the internet? <laughs> Very true, sir. <laughs> Very true. Well, I'm glad I did your dirty work, literally. <laughs> right. Okay, well, I think on that bombshell... Um, we will we'll definitely have an update to this next week, so make sure you tune in. Yeah, big yeah. news. Yeah, cliffhangers. <laughs> right. Which means you have to participate next week, Dave. <laughs> I need the answer. I need the answer. If you if you don't turn up, then I will never tell you, even if I have the answer. <laughs> you monster! <laughs> but right. thank, you for, thank you for tonight. Yeah, I've nice enjoyed scene. this evening's podcast. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Fun. And thank you all out there for listening. Until oh, next so time, I've been Dave. I've been Dan. And I've been Reg. We did it! Bye-bye! Yes. Bye! Bye. 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 Bye.